and welcome to Lee and Amy Tackle. We're back after a kind of a mini break. Yeah, well, a little break. Yeah, a little chill time for for just well, just cause we all deserve one. Let's <laughs> yeah. go and have a little catch up episode. Yeah, it's gonna be cute. So we'll just uh, again, loosey goosey, just come chill out, have a have a flavored coffee, or just a just a standard one. Totally depends. But if you leave and you're gonna have a vanilla coffee, that's the one. Beanies is the way forward. Why <laughs> <laughs> is it like seventeen calories in this or something like that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Wow. How did he pack so much flavour into such little calories? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it won't even go in my sin list. <laughs> so we, literally, <laughs> we literally had, so obviously it was Leah's birthday yesterday, um, and we had her, we had her mum, her nan, and I think it's her cousin that came round. Um, they're like the same age, but she has two kids, so I'm like, it takes me a minute to be like, oh, they're both the same age. Um, but they basically, yeah, they came round, and the, most of the conversation over cake was just <laughs> Leah's mum being like, so yeah, we're Slimming World, this is what I've been doing. And she was just calorie counting everything, and we all just sat there like, I'm just enjoying my cake, I'm having a good time. I, I had a, an ex-partner who was on Slimming World. Oh yeah, that. So I I know all about what it's <laughs> what it <Yeah>. entails. <laughs> it's just every, it seems to be everybody do because my like my brother's boyfriend does it as well. I think I don't know if my brother's doing it as well, but they're literally again just all calorie counting. We literally where we live next door. Um, obviously they haven't done anything because COVID, but um, there's a Slimming World like uh what'd you call it like a like a meeting thing you know when they like you go like once a week or something to be yeah, like, they have, like weekly weigh-ins or something like that yeah that's it yeah so that's literally right next door so first time we moved here me and leah looked at each other like oh will we get on that we never have so <laughs> see this is this is the thing though like I've, in my opinion like some worlds is like one of the better ones anything that makes you like track your calories they're good ones in my opinion yeah that was literally the talk yesterday because it's like i think ages ago my mom used to be on weight watchers and it was very much like a lot of rest- lot of restricting rather than counting I th- yeah like... i mean there, there's i mean I pretty much it more pretty much every health expert fitness expert will tell you the exact same thing like to lose weight it's just gotta be you've gotta consume less calories than you use it's that simple yeah so all yeah. these diets, all these crazy diets people are going on, all these... So, you know, you've got stuff like intermittent fasting, Hopkins mm. diet, Weight Watchers, Slimming Work. You know, you've got all these different ones. You've got stuff like Spartan diets. You know, oh. Some of them have got really fancy names, some of them haven't. I was going to say Spartan, what is that? But, but they, they all fall to the same category as cutting down your intake of calories. Mm. It's all that process done in different ways. Yeah. So, for example, <clears throat> intermittent fasting is basically, for what, I, for what I know, there's two, I believe. Mm. There's one called 18-6, where for 18 hours a day, you're not allowed to eat. And then for the six hours, that's your window where you're allowed to eat whatever you want. 
Oh, wow. Do that every day. Uh, people, uh, notable people that do that, uh, Terry Crews, is a very fond of that method and has done that for oh. years. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got a video about it or something. He'll go on, he'll say, like, he'll wake up at six in the morning, he'll go to the gym, won't even look at his phone until he's done his workout. Yeah. Like, until about 12 o'clock in the day, Terry Crews never checks his phone. And he'll get up at six o'clock every morning and has done that for the past 10, 20 years. What a life. And his eating window starts at about two o'clock until eight. So between two and eight, he can eat whatever he wants. And then after that, he restricts himself. Okay, so you choose what you want to do. It's like Yeah, you, you can choose your time to do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you can have your eating window throughout the day, and then that's it. But it, it, it's again, it comes to you cutting yourself your calories down because you're not eating all all day, basically. Yeah, yeah. The other method is called a five-two. And the 5-2 is basically, you've got five days where you can eat whatever you want. And two days where you fast. Yeah, I think I remember, I, th- I think I remember that one off um, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> like, I'm pretty, <laughs> uh, his name's completely got me, but you know, he voices Joe in Family Guy. Oh, Patrick Warburton. There you go. Um, yeah, he had an episode where he was doing legit that and it was just I really funny. Mother? Yeah, yeah, he was um he was one of the husbands. I think he was the one that was married. Oh sorry, you're, oh, talking, sugar, you're no. talking about no. rules of engagement. That's what it's exactly what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> also a great show. It is a great show. <laughs> I li- that literally my brain was like, hold on a sec. <laughs> like the chemistry between Patrick Warburton and uh, David Spade is amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. I, honestly, I think I kinda I know it's like uh a, a gospel of a show, but I I think I preferred watching that than How I Met Your Mother. Like I had nothing against it, but like I just I don't I just enjoyed it more for some reason. It was just I think the jokes are a lot better. Yeah. And uh, not that How I Met Your Mother was bad. It had some really incredible jokes and some good episodes. Yeah, exactly. But I think Rules of Engagement. It might be to do with Rules of Engagement only had like three seasons. Yeah, that's yeah. So you never really got to that point of I'm sick of this sort of deal. Yeah, like yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't dragging or anything. It had a good. It, it just had, it a, had its a good run amount. and that was it. Yeah. Didn't have its run and tried like jogging afterwards. It just had its yeah. run and done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that may, literally just uh, this is actually how I met your mother. This is an episode from it. Um, one episode that I really love from How I Met Your Mother. I cannot remember what it's called, but I just remember this scene and it was like, um, so Lily, <laughs> spoilers just in case, but um, Lily, so she was just, she was just a new mum. Like they had just had their first baby and her and Ted were on the roof. They were like talking. Um, I think Ted probably got broke up with again or something. I don't really remember. <laughs> and um, Lily was like, oh, she said, she basically said something where it was like, you know what, sometimes I think of how much I don't want to be a mother and that makes me a terrible mother. And I just sat there like, oh my God, that's so... That was intense because it's like, when it's a first-time mum, it's like, I bet lords have that thought and then it's like, oh my God, I can't think that. But it's like, your whole life has changed because of one little baby. So I think it's fair to think that, but... 
yeah, you know, it, obviously... It, 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 did, it did really well hitting some nerves. Like, not nerves, yeah. but hitting some sensitive topics in a really sort of, like, comical way, but serious at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Like, this... that it. I just remember that one because watching it, I was just like, I really, because I really liked Lily. I'm sure loads of people love her, but like, she, I just really enjoyed her character. And just that moment, I, I was just like, she is, she's, she's just so real. And it was, it, ugh, I want to watch that yeah. one again. <laughs> what, one of the, one of the things I think about how I met your mother, I think it's our generation's friends. Mmm. That so is a friends, good analogy. I'll I'll admit, Friends is a great show. I absolutely loved it when I was younger. Yeah. It's not aged very well. I'll really admit that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> to be to be fair, no show seems to have aged well right now. <laughs> like it's in, in terms in terms of like comedy, it's like yeah, it does poke fun at specific people a lot. Yeah. Like Friends is very very. It's very into that sort of style of comedy, which at the time, like no, that style of comedy was it was good. And mm. like I said, I'll admit, I'll admit, I absolutely enjoyed it. I had a good laugh. I still have a laugh with it. Yeah. But I know, like, it's not acceptable today, and that's that's fair enough. Like, it's one of those things. You know, like, a lot of people are getting really wound up about this sort of thing, where people's favorite stuff is getting is disappearing because of like political correctness, and it's like, well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, but you know, your episode isn't more important than fucking racism. Jesus Christ! <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's it. See, that's this. Um, like, especially with friends, but I know it. And I know there's loads of shows that like it, but it is that thing of. I think it's good when people when they do watch it back and they are like, oh wait a minute that that joke wasn't very, you know, you have that thought of, oh, wait, that's that's not really good. Because that shows that you've grown and you're actually listening and adapting to, like, things you're, that are happening in the world. You're becoming a more acceptable person. Yeah, exactly. It's not, you're not just person, I should say. Not yeah. acceptable. Everyone's acceptable. Acceptable. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're acceptable over there. <laughs> well, it's like, especially with them... Um, like for example, with uh, with Disney, um, like on some things on Disney Plus, it'll be you know at the beginning it'll it'll say something like, um, you know, uh, this this was a different time that it was made, so Disney doesn't condone these jokes anymore or whatever. Um, it's like I find that good, but I also know that they've tried to delete a lot of stuff, which I I I'm very fifty fifty with that because I get it because it's like it's good to get rid of it because you know, it's hurt people. But at the same time, it's like, you can't just pretend you never did it. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, Disney haven't still deleted the Lion King, which has Nazi marches. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you know, like, when, like, Scar takes over and all the animals are marching? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Nazi march. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. Lee, I can't watch that scene anymore. I generally didn't even think that. <laughs> oh my god. Well, ah, you know, the time it was made, and uh... <laughs> The time so it was bad. made. No! It, 
<laughs> Unless you're in Germany in 1939, it's never been acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I didn't what I didn't even realise. One of the things that makes me laugh, right? Uh, have you ever watched the show Community? I haven't. I keep I keep seeing it and I do want to watch it. It is now on Netflix, right? So Community is basically a group of six and stuff has happened in their lives and they've all ended up at Community College. Yeah? Cool. You've got people from different backgrounds. Like You've got Jeff, who was like a big shot lawyer who didn't have a degree and got found out. So lost his. So basically, he lost everything and had to go back to college to get his degree. You've got Britta, who was like a social justice warrior. She's you know fights, fights for the little guys all the time. Always thinks she's just sort of deal. Sort of like your standard feminazi, but she's not at the same time. Okay. It's it's her character development is really good because she's this sort of character is always about social justice sort of deal and doesn't accept her own flaws and over time her flaws become more and more and she you know she starts to deal with them better and starts just okay. becoming a, a better human in herself yeah sort of deal and then you've got people like pierce who's like a 90 year old man oh wow oh <laughs> who's like been that. at the college for 10 years oh wow as and that you've got Shirley, who was like a married woman with three kids, whose husband cheated on her, got a divorce, and so now she's back at college to do a degree to open up her own business. Oh yes. <laughs> you've got uh, Troy and Annie, who both just arrived from college. Troy was like a prospected football player who with a, who had an injury and lost it and uh. lost a scholarship. Oh. Annie was like the smartest person at the school who had a mental breakdown oh. and lost everything. And then Abed, you don't really know much about Abed, but Abed's Abed. You'll you'll learn to love him. You really will. <laughs> Interesting. <clears throat> and you've got like, so, you know, it's a diverse set of cast. Uh, yeah. You know, you've got uh, Ken Jeong in it as well. He's oh. one of the he's one of the main characters. Uh, first, he plays a Spanish teacher. Then he becomes a student, and then he becomes like an evil emperor. Then he gets amnesia. Oh. Then he becomes a student again. Like it's, yeah, yeah, he goes through a lot, and it's he's got a real hilarious. So anyway, they've got um, an episode where they all play Dungeons and Dragons. Ooh, and anyone who's ever played Dungeons and Dragons, it's a fun game. Like it really is. When you if you really get into that game, it's a lot of fun. Mm. Like any sort of like board, like board game style RPG, it's a lot of fun when you've got a group of friends and you all get into it, having a good time. Having a good time, and part of the episode, Jeff Chang's character is a dark elf. Okay. So he dresses up like a dark elf. <laughs> I guess you can see where I'm going with this. Yes, <laughs> please keep going. <laughs> And it, it it does come off very blackface, uh, right? Like you know, he's, he's he's just painted himself black and got silver hair, like a dark elf. Right. And Netflix has taken the episode off, and I think Channel Four have done the same. 
and people complaining right. going, but that was like the best episode. It's like, have you not seen any of the paintball episodes on the floor <laughs> is lava? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they literally have an episode of like a uh, paintball assassin that gets way out of hand. I love that. <laughs> and it's like, at first it's like, whoever wins gets a priority registration and just like, so if, that, if if I win, that means I can schedule all my classes on a Monday and have a six day weekend. <laughs> and I'm With pretty great sure, power. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone else is thinking the same, so everyone gets dead serious wanting to win. I love that so much. And then obviously they go they go into like because Abed's like a film nerd. They always <laughs> yes. delve into like film cliches. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in the second paintball episode, like Abed like just like snaps when they're all trying to make a decision, and this and it was like Abed, what's got into you? And it's like, oh, I'm just taking hands hand solo roll before Jeff defaults into it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that and then like steals like a leather jacket and then starts acting like hand solo for the whole episode. <laughs> I love him already. <laughs> Like legit, his whole thing is just like films, film quotes, yeah, you know, film bits. There's a bit where they like rip off the Breakfast Club. Oh, nice! In one of the episodes, do they like the dancing scenes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do that, and that's a I really good that. one. <laughs> that's um, it's that not the episode of the Community, but have you seen the show The Floor Is Lava on Netflix? I haven't. Uh, I if you just want like dumb dramatic fun, please watch it because it's like we we've we've watched all of uh, the first season and it's it, it's basically like a mix of nin- Ninja Warrior with like Total Wipeout and um it's just it's it's literally what it says it's just this course where the floor is lava and every time someone falls in the lava. <laughs> Like they dramatically play out like they've actually died, and it's so incredible. So it's like That's... I I I'm, urge I'm to like eventually a TV show goes too far and it's very liked. I'm waiting for that moment. Wait to be very what? I'm waiting for like a TV show to take it way too far, but as a result, it becomes extremely popular. So, okay. for example, like a TV show does the floor is lava, but it's actual lava. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for something like that just to see, like a Takeshi's, Takeshi's Castle style TV show. That's <laughs> it. That... Like that. <laughs> yeah, I think you know what it's. It's. Oh, I think I've honestly watch watch the first first season. Well. Even just put on the first episode, you will literally be like, I'm just going to watch all of this now because it's such an easy watch. Um, <laughs> the floor isn't legitimately lava, very sad. But I feel like one day when health and safety is like, you know what, whatever, <laughs> they will go that far. <laughs> See, this is the thing that I was always saying about like, stuff like this. And that, like, I reckon one day stuff like this will be a reality because ev- everybody's going like, oh, we need like population control. The government's using chemtrails and vaccines <laughs> control the population. It's like, no, 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 no. When they want to control the population, this will be the way to do it because it's fun. It's great entertainment for the whole family. 
And it's like, <laughs> the winner gets a shit ton of money. Like... <laughs> and if you die, you die. It's fine. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. <laughs> nah, what are you going to do? <laughs> that may, that's... um. Uh, to be fair, I was I literally just thought of this because you see on on things like Britain's Got Talent, where you have those adrenaline junkies who will literally like fucking cage themselves in water, all chained up, being like, you know, I've got to escape in 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 two minutes, otherwise I'm gonna die. And it's like, of course they, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like of course they wouldn't air it if the person actually died. But I'm like, there's crazy people like that who probably if there was a show where it was like you could legitimately die they would probably do it to be like yeah i want to get i want to get my kicks so 100 yeah, percent people will sign up for that but then it's like how how psychotic would we be as, as oh, mate, if, if i'm in charge we, we're going all out <laughs> we're gonna have like a very small i'm gonna say a light plank of wood that looks like it's going to snap at any moment if you put too much force down. So it's like, ooh, you got to be careful there. We're going to have buzzsaws flying about. We're going to have laser beams, fire, lava. Rings of fire, yeah, everything. <laughs> everything, like anything you can think of. It's going and to you be have the... the chance. You have <laughs> the chance to the win. <laughs> <laughs> you have the chance to win £100,000. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Like a, good, a good one would be, right, do you know if you get, like, if you've got ten people who are in debt, okay? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Right? Put them all in a circle, okay? And you get, you get like, I don't know, some psycho who likes to murder people, yeah? A murderer, you, you, if you will. You, a murderer. <laughs> you, blind, you blindfold them, okay? You give them oh, a gun, wow. you spin them around ten times. Right. Oh Whoever he shoots, that's the, that's their punishment. And you keep going until there's one person left. Whoever's left, their whole deck gets wiped. Uh... <laughs> 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 I'm just like, well, me being in student debt, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're perfect for this game, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I sign? Because <laughs> on the plus side, when you think about it, everyone's a winner. That's true. Uh, no, if, if you pass away, you've got no debt. If you survive, you've got no debt. And if you're a psychotic murderer, you get to murder people. What's a... Everybody this... wins! <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, this is legitimately, like, I can see this being, like, um, like a, a, an actual, like, Gen Z show. Because <laughs> the amount of just, yeah, if we die, we die. But we will also, like... Yes, we would like money. <laughs> yeah. It'd literally just be that, and I'm like, huh, we have an audience. We have the contenders. <laughs> oh my god. Well we'll pitch that idea. I think um if any if anybody's Maybe gonna take it. you've got connections. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Hello, Channel Four. <laughs> Screw Channel Four, we're going straight to Netflix, man. <laughs> That's they true, hear Netflix. anyone out at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want bigger and better. Oh. Like, have you seen some of the ideas Netflix come out with, man? Like, Jesus Christ, if we, with this idea, we're definitely getting a show on Netflix. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs>
Oh, I love that. To be fair, we've been watching a lot more, um, like, all four lately. Um, mainly we've been... Have you watched uh, the Harley Quinn series? I have not. Again, recommend. Because it's... It. Pardon? Maybe you're talking about it. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's so... Uh, it's... It's 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 just brilliant. Like explaining it won't do it justice, but it's it's just such there's there's humor all the time, but it's not like it's it's not like kind of not hating but kind of am, but it's not like American humor where it's like obvious like oh there's a punchline. It's literally like they'll just be having a conversation and it'll literally you know what it kind of reminds me of? It's like Bob's Burgers humor where it's just they'll right, literally have okay, yeah. yeah. They'll literally have a conversation, but because it's like Harley Quinn and all of her crew, like all villains and psychos and crazy peeps, it's like, oh, it's so good. And just every, it's, oh, I, I urge you to watch it because you literally just have Harley Quinn just being like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And it's just so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and it's very, I think, I can't remember if I said, but again, I'd, I'm, 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 I did film and TV. That doesn't mean I know actors. Like the <laughs> who plays um, Penny in Big Bang Theory? Uh, Kayla Kirko. Yes, she voices Harley. And at first, I was like, "Uh, oh, that's a very interesting choice." But she sells it like she she is a perfect oh, really? Harley. Yeah, like I was really worried because the last like the last Harley I remember is Tara Strong, like doing it for the. Like like literally everything, and I really loved her. I can't, I cannot remember who was like the OG Harley, um, but like all of them are just just amazing. Like they all just work. So, and oh, the names just keep escaping me. But Poison Ivy's voice actor as well is ultimate. Just so perfect. Every every voice actor, just everything about it is perfect. And I'm really hoping, because I think in America it's like on season, it's just finished season two. Uh, on all four for us, it's we're on the episode 11 of season one. So I'm just sitting here like, just give me more, please, because I need to. <laughs> <laughs> just literally at the point of waiting for it to come out. So we're like, <laughs> Originally voiced by Arlene Sorkin. There you go. Yeah. Uh, That's it. All oh. in 1956. Um, Queen. <laughs> I wonder. Her spouse, her spouse, Arlene Sorkin, is Christopher Lloyd. Ah, oh. what a world! I think it's a different Christopher Lloyd than. Oh damn it! <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Ignore that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Although, False news. Christopher Lloyd is a co-creator of Modern Family. Oh, nice. Hey, there you go. See, <laughs> connections, baby. <laughs> There's something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say this now. We're not going to delve into spoilers here. Oh, okay. Okay, and it's The Last of Us Part 2. I knew you were going to talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler okay. free. Spoiler free. Spoiler free, Last of Us Part 2, because you've not played any, have you? No, I have. I t- I'll, I'll tell you exactly where I am. So, I, I watched... The whole Last of Us walkthrough, like basically when it was first out in 2012. Um, but I like 
I literally remember nothing. So I have the game, I'm currently replaying it, but I'm terrible <laughs> at these kind of games because I'm just scared all the time. Um, <laughs> so I'm right now I'm at the point in the first game, um, I've just made it to to uh, like Bill's town, like we're getting a car. Oh yeah, crazy Bill. <laughs> crazy, crazy Bill. He is, dude. Very crazy. Uh, <laughs> so it's like I'm I'm slowly remembering things, but I I legitimately there is so much that from even just from the first game I was like, oh shit, I never knew that. So that's where I'm at. But yes, talk talk about what you want with part two because I've I've been uh, again I've not been looking at any spoilers. Thank God, nothing's come at me. Um, I've just seen like trailers and like some screenshots of of scenery and stuff. It looks honestly amazing. All right, so trailers and all are all fine. They're not spoiling anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're out. They're out right now, so it's all good. So, like, obviously, there's a lot of like controversy going on about it, and in my opinion, it's because people are stupid enough to look at leaks. Hmm. Like, if you're stupid enough to look at a leak, look at a leak, then play a game and go, "Oh, the leak! The leak was true." <laughs> Fucking hate this! <laughs> like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Second thing I wanted to say, I, I wanted to commend Naughty Dog for what I would call a masterpiece of a game. And there is, and do you know what? It's come out at the right time, the right play. Everything else about the game is absolutely spot on. Like, have you seen about the accessibility of the game? Um, I don't think I don't think. Go ahead and tell me. So there is a person on Twitter. Uh, let me find out who it is. I will say I did find just a little random clip, not a spoiler. Uh, but you literally just you're Ellie and you're playing the guitar. And I was like, that's really cute, just to like randomly play guitar. I found that just a cute thing to do. Oh, you do not know the half of that bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this, is, isn't, this isn't really a spoiler, but it's like, there's a part where she plays Take On Me. Oh, <gasps> shut up. Not, not oh kidding. Like, literally, Google it, like YouTube it. It will, will not reveal any spoilers. And it's one of the best. Mo- it's one of the best moments of the game. It's not the best moment. There is a definitive best moment in this game, Ooh. which is way better than seeing the giraffes in the first game, in my opinion. Oh. And I'd rather wait for you to see that yourself to experience that. So yeah, anyway, um, back to what I was saying. And who is this person? Someone called. Wait, hang on. What are they called? What are they? Hang on. <laughs> they've got a name. Just wait for they, it, right? They've got a Twitter name. <laughs> they have. They we for sure can say they have a Twitter name. What that is, we'll get back to you soon. <laughs> it might be that. It might be Steve Saylor actually. So Steve Saylor, yeah, I think it's them. Okay. And basically, uh, he is a blind person. Okay. Blind gamer, and he's finished the second game because of the accessibility settings. Oh, I think so I think I'd... he's been yeah. able to play through the entire game and experience it as a blind gamer. 
because of the accessibility. So there's over 60 different settings for accessibility. That's insane. To the point where even a blind person can play it, which is... And bear in mind, none of these... Like, these settings are all optional, so it does not in any way affect their overall product of the game. And this is, like, such an incredible achievement for any sort of game company ever. That's that's so cool. I think I do remember, like, seeing, like, seeing an article of that on Facebook. And, like, he just... He was just so... He was just so happy. It was really sweet just to see, like, he enjoyed that game so much because he could. That's, oh, I love that. Like, this is a a quote from the guy who basically says, so he said, I've been reluctant to port this, reads the tweet. I recorded my reaction when I saw the accessibility settings in The Last of Us Part 2 for the first time thinking it would be a fun video for posterity. I Hmm. did not expect this. This is why we do what we do. Thank you, Naughty Dog. Uh, y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know how much. I don't even know what to say. There's so much here. This is what myself and people in the accessibility community have been advocating for for so long. Oh. And it is literally being called the most accessible game ever. That's so sweet. I don't know. And you've got people like Corey Bolrog who's getting in on it. Uh, in case you don't know, he's the developer for God of War. Oh, nice. Yeah, so expect that for even more games now. Like, Naughty Dog has set the bar for this now. Like, That's Naughty so Dog cool. are up there. They are the top dogs. Hey. hey. <laughs> they are the top <laughs> dogs. In yeah, this. bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> They are, you know, they are the all for all anyone who's got any sort of disability. So it doesn't matter what disability you you've got, if you can basically move, or you know, if you've got like at least I say about two senses. So if you can like, you know, maybe move, touch, and hear or see, mm. you can play the game. So even if you've got physical disabilities, like you can't move your hands properly. Yeah. And that they've made the game like the settings that can adjust to you to make it easier for you to play. That's so cool. So you don't have to use the whole controller. Yeah. Oh, stuff like that. Is... Yeah. You know, there's uh, text to speech systems, stuff. You know, it's just an absolute. Like, I can't go through all of them because there's so many. Yeah. But it's such an incredible achievement. Another thing I think they touch on really well is the homosexual community. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I I specifically said, again, no spoilers, because I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, But as soon as Louise was playing it, I was like, look, you just, all I need to know, because one thing I'm, I'm sick of in like TV shows and games or whatever is like when 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 queer characters get together one of them dies or is like tragically killed or whatever and I'm so sick of that trope because it's literally happened for years so I was like look just 
you have to prep me because if that's a, if that's the case, I'm not going to play the game. Uh, would you like a spoiler on that? Don't tell me she did. Oh, Lee. <laughs> on that specific case, would you want a spoiler on that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to reveal this. So everyone, if you've not played Last of Us Part 2, please skip this bit. Yeah. Yeah. I will put I will put in the description a time for where you can skip to. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm gonna be so upset. Neither of them die. Oh thank the Lord <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh my god. That's so good. Okay, I'm going to play the game. You've heard it here first, guys. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to finish The Last of Us, and then I'm going to get The Last of Us Part 2, and I'm going to play this fucking game, and I'm going to see the love, and I'm going to be happy. Oh, thank you, Naughty Dog. Okay, I'm on I'm on board with this. I'm on board with this. Well, I, I, I finished it as well, though. And another thing, it, it does really well for that sort of industry. It also does well for women. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like I know a lot of people give it, you know, give it a bit of hate, but there's a there's a new character, Ooh. and the character is called Abby. Okay. And you think Abby, she's gonna be like a sweet young girl? Oh no, she's a fucking powerhouse. Like nice. my god, this woman has not left the gym in five years. She is hench as shit. Like, if you get a punch from her, you're going like an anime character through a wall with your outline there. It is going to hurt. Like, this, like, if you want a definite, like, what most people would define as a very fucking strong woman, Abby is a fucking strong woman. She I'm is so ready. A fucking, like, she is a badass of a character. And. It's it's so much fun to play as her. Yeah. Because there's literally points where when you're doing like stealth kills, she uses like her biceps to like crush the necks and oh like chill people and it is like Damn like she <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I love that so much. And there's like there's nobody else in the game who who like physically looks anything close to how she does like she looks in like excellent condition mm. like physically she looks powerful as fuck because she's you know she's like she's got pretty large arms she's got shoulder muscles yeah she's always wearing like a tank top sort of deal <laughs> yes bitch <laughs> and uh and you know what i mean like you don't it's not like other female characters in gaming where they just immediately get sexualized. Yeah. Anything like that. Like, Abby, you do not think of her as like, a sexual. You think of her as like this powerful woman that would easily kick the shit out of you. <laughs> nice. And you know what? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she, has, she has such a good story arc as well. Like, a oh. really, really good story arc. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I'm excited. But saying that on Abby, Ellie as well. Ellie's not this big, powerful muscle house, mm. but Ellie is strong as fuck as well. Oh hell yeah, hell Ellie's yeah! Up, Ellie's up there, and I think because of that, it's showing like how two different, two completely different women are strong in their own way. Yeah, and you know oh. what I mean? that's 
that's a good thing to see in gaming. Yeah. No, definitely. It's definitely something that needs more of. Obviously, if you want to like sexualize, go to your rule thirty-four thing and stick to that. <laughs> like, Literally. That's that's on you. Yeah. But I think just in general, like Ellie and Abby are such great sort of like role models in a way. Yeah. Like gay, See, like female game role model sort of deal. Yeah. Oh no, definitely they'll be they'll be like they'll be up there because I kept seeing on I don't know if you've seen on like Twitter and stuff. Um, I d- I don't know if it was like a legitimate thing or if someone was taking the mic, but someone put um. Uh, something along the lines of Ellie is like the first playable female character in a game or whatever, like their main or whatever. And I just sat there that like is Bayonetta. She... <laughs> well, I was just like Bayonetta, uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, fucking. Um... Meteor Prime was in the nineties. Exactly, and like and... earlier than that, maybe eighties. Um, and I know like. I know early on she wasn't like it wasn't like story wise, but like freaking Chun Li, like there's all there's quite a few to be honest. Um, but I am like I think she is the Ooh, first, the very first Metroid game. I kept saying Meteoroid, it's Metroid. Ah. Sorry, hardcore gamers. Was in <laughs> 1986. Oh, featuring Samus Aran, a female character done by Nintendo. There you go. Exactly. It's just I. I feel like it has to have been taken the mick because they would have missed so many freaking games with female characters. Like and this it's... is the thing. It's like it's that sort of like I get like maybe you don't think back to the eighties like that. Yeah. So let's, I'll give you a more modern person, Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh duh! Yeah, yeah. Like how great was she? She's really cool. And I, like she was cool as fuck, and her combat's awesome. Like the yeah. game is incredible, and I can't wait for the second one. I was just gonna say, if you were excited for that, it looks it looks really really cool. And I, like maybe one day we'll have a Grand Theft Auto with a female character. Who knows? I'd be very interested in that. But here's here's the thing. Like uh, okay, well, first of all, men. <laughs> to imagine. Oh my god, it's all male prostitutes. It will be amazing. <laughs> male sex workers we'll go with that but oh my god can you imagine going in a strip club oh my god can you imagine going in a strip club and it's just all male strippers and it's like haha how the turntables (laughs) (laughs) i would love that so much just to be like (laughs) this is the progress we need (laughs) oh my god but sorry, dance you... for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'd be so great. The best thing um, about that is that you get a lot of white men in suits really pissed off. and Literally. Just, where's my virtual titties? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was, lit- I was literally just thinking, like, um, right, this, this is one thing that just annoys me with, like, I do, I do love uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Like it is a great game, but I am pissed off that instead of instead of go, like going for a new game, they're literally just bringing Grand Theft Auto Five to 
PS5. Did you watch the PS4, the PlayStation 5 reveal video? Yeah. yeah. And, that, and then at first it flashed up with Rockstar. And then me and my husband were sat in the living room. We both, like, well, he didn't because he doesn't really like Grand Theft Auto. He's weird. But I, I, sat, I sat up. I sat up and I was thinking, holy shit, is this the reveal for, like, Grand Theft Auto 6 or something? Yeah, like, the and hugely flashed about. And 5 and I was like, oh. I was so annoyed because I was like, we don't care about fucking glitches and all that. Probably people who constantly play online, sure. But I would just be way more interested in... Because all the things you've heard with Grand Theft Auto 6, so it's like, oh, maybe it'll be in London. Maybe it's like a fucking... I don't know. Like, gang-related shit or whatever. I was just like, where's where's the development in that? Or are they delaying it so much because they're like, okay, guys, we don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I, I'm just so baffled <laughs> that it was like, PS5, new console, have the same game. <laughs> it's just, what? <laughs> uh, but if you, if you are missing out on that, uh, Saints Row the Third got remastered. Oh, nice. And if you've never played Saints Row the Third, I 100% recommend, recommend it. I think I have played one of them. I cannot remember which one, but I'd, yeah, I will look out for that because I did really enjoy that game. And it is fantastic. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's kind of everything you want in like a sort of silly gang sort of deal. Like it's, you know, it's got gang warfare and stuff like that in it, but it's, it laughs at itself. It has a joke. Yeah. You know, I do I remember, love that. Like, I remember in the second game where you used to like run about with like an eighteen inch dildo and kick the shit out of people with it. Like... <laughs> Take it, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, literally. And it's like, like legit, like Saints Row the Third has some incredible scenes in. Like it's one of my favourite gaming moments of all time was one of the missions where you sort of you're taking back your base. Yeah, it's very early. It's very early on, and like the gang from like the first two games is all dispersed, and you're bringing it back together. And you're like, "Oh, we we need a base. Why yeah. don't we just go take the old one back?" <laughs> Fair. And then, like, and then so basically, you do it. You heli- You take a helicopter and you jump out the helicopter onto top onto top of the building. It's like a rooftop pool and everything. Nice. And as you're doing it, Kanye West, uh, Kanye West Power is playing. I love that. It's it like a legit, like an incredible moment. <laughs> you know, That's you've got it. Your we... Character will start singing "Take on Me" when it comes on the radio. <laughs> "Take on Me" is just the iconic song for literally anything. Okay, like <laughs> it just works for everything. <laughs> like you just, I think like, you fly the plane and then. You've got like an NPC with you. It's like, oh, turn this shitty radio off. And your character's like, no, 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 no. I like this song. And it just starts singing along to it. <laughs> but like, and it's like completely out of time. It's like, da, 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 yeah, in terms, just quickly going back to PS5, like some of the reveals, a lot of the indie games look like either really cute or really cool. Like, I'm, My, I, I was um... pretty divided on them. Really? For me, it's like, this looks great. This looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think the one, obviously one that I think a lot of people are probably going to play is Stray. Like the little cat one. Yes, 100%. Yeah, because I just find... I'd, it's such a... Just how many of us are just like, anytime we get to play an animal, we're like, oh my god, this is the best. So just to have a game where it's like, all you are is a cat, it's like, yes, please, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I sent you the meme of Kratos holding the cat. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was perfect. Yeah, was I think... I see that there wasn't a God of War reveal. Yeah, it was... It... I, f- I, f- I feel like maybe... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I still think with every- everything going on, I'd, I don't know if PS5 will do great until maybe, like, a little later. Have like, you heard I, I... the leaked prices? I think, is it something like $600 or something? No. Oh, then so no. So you've got two editions. Um, obviously, you've got the disc edition and the digital edition. Yeah. I found... Okay. <laughs> I just... Right, just quickly. I found that very... A very interesting choice. Because, like, I get it, but I'm also like... Can it... I don't well, know. It was just a bit strange. Well, what I think will happen is... So you've got the two editions. So you, this is the leaked one. So if it comes out at a different price, do not blame me. Yeah. <laughs> so for the disc, for the disc, it's saying it's gonna be. I think it was three. Sorry, four hundred and thirty pound or four fifty. Oh. Yeah, four fifty. Four four hundred and fifty pound for the disc one. And for okay. the digital one, it's three hundred and fifty. Really? Wow, okay. £100 difference. So this is yeah. what I was thinking. I reckon, because I reckon most people are just going to buy the digital one. Yeah. £100, that's a AAA game, that, to go with it. Right. You know? That's yeah. a, you know. But I think because of stuff like that, like physical copies of games are going to die out. And I quite like that. Oh really? I'm not, I'm not a big fan of physical copies. Personally, like most of my games, I download. Yeah. And that, and then I just have it stored up in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. And that, so I think by doing that, you're gonna have a lot of places selling voucher codes, you know, game codes and all this sort of stuff, and that's the way gaming's gonna be. And companies like CEX, who rip you off, are gonna die out. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> That's very interesting. Because I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, like if you go, if you're going to buy your game, CEX is the worst place you can go. I know, but I still enjoy to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've literally bought a couple games from there, and I think four out of five games either don't work or scratch the fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, damn, like if you guys literally buy anything. Le- yeah, legit. <laughs> You know, or you well, this... take back games that you bought. You bought a game for fifty quid. You take it back. I give you three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but vouchers last for a thousand years. <laughs> so shame CEX won't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, we like. Yeah, I get that. I think, like. I get, I, yeah, I get the appeal of both because I, like, certain games I would want the physical copy 
So like Spyro and Crash, I'll always want the physical copy because it's just like they're my favourites and I just I like to see them there. But yeah, there are quite a few games that I will, you know, I will just download. So it's remind me of something. Mm -hmm. The official reveal for Crash Bandicoot Four. Boy, (laughs) (laughs) I tell you right. Okay, so my honest opinions is that I think it's going to be great. I'm just not sure how I feel about the character designs right now. Oh, really? How so? So, I think, like, what they did with the Insane Trilogy, it's like, they look they look great. Like, they... as I just love how they look there. Um, but with this one, it's... I don't know. They've just made Crash look a bit almost lanky. <laughs> like, Coco... Look, Coco's been through some shit, okay? Like, can we just say? I don't know, because I recently played this. Do you remember uh, when Crash went through this... Do you remember games, the games uh, Crash of the Titans and Crash Mind of a Mutant? Yeah. Dude, how crazy (laughs) did Coco look in that? Specifically Coco. Because Crash and Crunch... Crash and Crunch, you can kind of get away with. Crash went through a tattoo phase, and Crunch is just like Crunch is Crunch, okay? Like he, I feel like he works. Coco looked insane, and I was just like, "What the fuck have they done to my girl?" And with, <laughs> look at me massacred, my boy. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, but like with this one, it's like I'm not saying I'm not saying they look terrible, but all I'm saying is that Coco is. Not that drastically like it was for Crash of the Titans, but I feel like I feel like she's gone through some shit again, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. But with the actual trailer, I did I got a mix of literally like uh, Crash Twin Sanity with some Crash of the Titans, and um, like uh, and as well like the Wrath of Cortex. Like it felt like it was a merge of all those games, like with the power ups. Um, and the kind of levels, the different masks and stuff. It looks, that's what I mean, it looks really cool. And because it's Toys for Bob, I'm oh, my life is to them because they made Spyro incredible. Like they would, they literally delayed time to be like, bitch, we ain't done. We're going to perfect this. And they did. I'm, and I love them. I'm literally looking at the character model now from Crash of the, Coco in Crash of the Titans. <laughs> and she, she legit looks like a middle class white girl in America. <laughs> <laughs> You get um oh what is it like if you pre-order you get a um like a like a oh, shit what do they look like they just they literally they look like um uh what was it like turbo or something no not turbo what was it basically Coco has like a beanie and like whatever and crash like they look like almost douchey like <laughs> that's the only way <laughs> like. I so I kind of want to pre-order to be like I want to see what they look like as douches, but I you know what it's it's I am I am gonna get it because it's toys for Bob and I trust them with my life. It's just character designs wise, I'm not entirely sure how I feel, but it does look like it's gonna be a pretty cool game. But yeah, that um, we also got to see a look of the new Ratchet and Clank. Oh <gasps> yeah, with the new females character yep and i'm pretty sure a lot of people had the same opinions as me when they saw that is that rule 34 is gonna have a really good fucking time (laughs) 
I mean, it's like literally, Sony, all you're doing right now is you are feeding fairies. Literally. (laughs) You are feeding a habit. Stop. (laughs) It kind of, it honestly reminded me of like the first time uh, the uh, Crash Insane trilogy was, was uh, like the trailer with his, um, with Tana, his girlfriend, like when that trailer came out and it was like, ah, the furries have risen. <laughs> uh, see, that's it. Like when you can, obviously when you compare it to the original games, it is cool seeing the redesigns to be like, ah, oh, they've like, you know, they've improved on a lot and it's, and it's great to see. Um, but so, I don't know. I feel like they should have just sticked with how Crash and Coco look now, but you know, do what you do. But yeah, Ratchet yeah. and Clank, I really like the look of that. It looked really... It just looks so cool. There, There's just so many that look so cool. Yeah, what was, it, what was the game I was looking at? I think it was like Kenner. Kenner, Kenner Bridge of Spirits. Oh, um... And that, I for think... me, that was one of the... That, was an exci- that looks exciting for me, because it looked like it's got like a really like it sort of reminded me of Journey a bit. Yes, I know. I, I know what you're talking about now. Yes, like I the d- animation and the you know, the environment. Yeah. Sort of style. It's, it looks very whimsical. It just looks yeah. yeah. I, I like I like the look of it too. It looked very. And yeah. there was that point where she kills like that monster and the whole forest just turns green. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think this is what i mean some look really okay I, i'm interested now which were the ones with that you were like this looks shit uh i'm going to have to find a list <laughs> there's a list guys because <laughs> one that like because i like games like rocket league um i can't remember what it's called but you know that one where you literally you're all these cars and you're literally demolishing each other and then you get out of the car and then just beat the shit out of each other yeah. that one what was that one called now i cannot remember it's gonna bug me um that didn't look that interesting to me really yeah i i was like that just feels like another destruction derby destruction all stars that was it Ah, there you go. But for me, I was like, it just looks like Destruction Derby. Like, Fair enough. <laughs> but I will admit, it will it will attract a lot of fans, especially like Rocket League fans. I reckon it will attract them a lot. Yeah. That's it, because like, I, I like dumb, fun games, and that just looks like what this is. So, I, I yeah, that would, that would probably... I probably wouldn't get it straight away, but that will be one I want to get. Um... Another one was the. What did you think of the Resident Evil? Uh, was it was it uh, Village like the werewolf? Yeah, one? It, it looked incredible, but I won't play it. Really? Yeah, not until I get a Resident Evil Four remake will I step foot on a Resident Evil again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> because enough. Because if you're gonna do if you're gonna do two and three, you ain't stopping there. You ain't stopping one before the best one. <laughs> you... <laughs> You mad? <laughs> of course I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. See, imagine oh, if that came like if that came to PS5, I think that would oh, that would be insane. 
One of the games that didn't pique my interest was Godfall. 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 And it, it looks like a mix between Dark Souls and Destiny. Oh, right. Yes, I remember which one you're talking about. And it didn't interest me because this is something I've said a lot, right? I was a massive fan of the original Dark Souls game. Huge yeah. fan. I loved the first one. The second one was there. Uh, the third one was a bit better. Bloodborne was incredible. Neo was insane. Sekiro, unpopular opinion, was probably the worst of the lot. Oof. <laughs> Le- legit, is is Sekiro is by far the easiest one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're yeah they're all known for and the that's difficulty. Why, and that's why it sucked. Because it wasn't anything creative, it wasn't anything new, it wasn't anything special. It was just, you can't block, you have to parry. Yeah. And it's like, I've literally spent like five or six previous games doing nothing but parrying when I could have blocked. And now you're taking away my ability to block? Fuck you. (laughs) Rude bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, when every single enemy you can pretty much parry, it's like, doesn't... It takes it all away because in Dark Souls, it's like there's some enemies you can't parry. Yeah. So you have to learn like a way to beat them without parrying. Okay. And I've just gotten to the point with them games now where I'm like, I'm just sick of that style of game. Fair enough. So when they announced like the Demon Souls remaster, I, I'll admit I was a pretty, I was a little bit hyped about that. Because Demon yeah. Souls is what started it. So all like the Souls games, all those style of combat games, it was Demon Souls was the first one. Fair enough. And then that's getting a remaster, and I know a lot of people have been giving it a lot of shit. Mm. Because they wanted a new Demon Souls rather than a remastered. Yeah. But again, it's something that I'm like, I'm just kind of tired of seeing this style of game. It's like, for example, what they did with Assassin's Creed. Like, Assassin's Creed, when you think about Assassin's Creed, like, the Ezio games are insanely good. Yeah. Black Flag was was amazing, and then the ones after it, it was the same... Yeah, I get what you mean. It's the same thing, just a different theme. Yeah. Like, there was nothing new, and that's exactly what these style of games are doing. There's nothing new, there's nothing, you know, incredible... But it's just a different theme. It's the exact same combat. It's the exact same style of fighting. They've literally copied and pasted it from one game to another. Mm. And it's just unimaginative. And it's just sort of a point where it's like, I'm just tired of those style of games. It's probably why Persona 5 blew me away, because it was a complete different style of combat. And it really, it really pulls you in. Yeah. So, no, definitely. <sighs> Godfall didn't interest me. One that sort of interested me was Deathloop. You're playing like a assassin ah. and you're being hunted and you're trying to hunt them or something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, so I'm same as you. It's got my interests, but I'm like, I'm not 100% sure if I'll get it or not. Yeah, it's like that. I might pick it up if it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I Yeah, same. I really love the idea and I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but can you can you play as both like both Who assassins? Knows? Yeah, I'm like because it it seemed to tease that at the end, so I was like that would be really interesting if like 
you know, let's say the the main story in quotations. Um, like you play as as the guy, and then the other one, the you have like a the the separate story where it's you play as the woman. I find yeah, like I find, I do find it interesting, but yeah, it's not typically my kind of game. But it does. Another look. one was Ghostwire Tokyo. Did not mm. fancy that, and it's that like first person sort of magic thing in Tokyo. Yeah. And that just that just didn't take me at all. Like, I, <laughs> as much as I like the Japanese and the culture and all that, it just did not wow me at all. Yeah. See, I, NBA I'm not... 2K21 was another. Again, it's just another yeah. sports game. It's going to be yeah. the exact same as the last one. Trust me on this. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No. Uh, one game that did pique my interest was uh, Abe's Oddworld. Or Abe's Odyssey, if you remember, it was a it's a follow up from the PS One game Abe's Odyssey. Oh, the yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they they were always great. Like it's a they're good platformers. Yeah, um, it's full of laughs. It's full of funny stuff. Yeah, and wacky characters. And it's it's a great laugh. But for me, the one game that won it for me. Let's mm-hmm. see if I've got the right one. I have got the right one. Little Devil Inside. Yes. Little Devil Inside, for me, absolutely stormed the place. They absolutely took over. Interesting. I wanted to see more of that game because it just looked it looked fun. It looked serious. It had a, some weird combat. Yeah. It, it looked adventurous. And, do you know what I mean? Like that was what those games were. And yeah. A little thing about this game, it was actually announced originally as a Kickstarter campaign. Right. And has gone through various um, developments. Yeah. So you know what I mean? It's not like this big, you know, this big team that have got in it. It's a Kickstarter backs game. And yeah. You know, it's got to a point now where they've reached a. Uh, Agreement with Sony. That's really cute. Yeah, and I thought that was you know, that's pretty good. And for me, I think they've done an absolute great job because a lot of the time, games like that where you can tell you've got a good team and they're all putting in the effort, they all want this to succeed. Yeah, you're gonna get a good game. Yeah, you can tell when when there's heart in the game, like yeah, the, the yeah, I yeah I agree. I did like it was it was very different from the list. So I was like, I do like the look of it. Um, I think one one that um, okay, one that I'm definitely definitely want to play, and one that's like that got me as like, oh okay. Um, so the first one uh, was Solar Ash. If you remember, Solar that. Ash. yeah, it's basically yes. the yeah I. I love the fact that it, it, it just basically told you nothing. It literally just opened, oh, there's this you're this masked woman who is fighting this just white goddess, ghost kind of thing. And then yeah. you're saying, Yeah. I loved the look at that. I love, this is what I love so much with any sort of trailer. I love when it tells you nothing. Like, it's literally just like, this is, this is who you are, 
this is a scenario. We're going to show you a little bit. And then that's the game. And I'm like, that is exactly what I want because I don't want to be told everything. I want to just, I, I just want a, a scene from the game that isn't spoilers, but you're like, oh, that looks really, really cool. And Solar Ash did that for me. So I, I, that would be, that would be the first game I get. Um, Again, and then one, it's got that sort of journey. Look yeah, ex- exactly. I, yeah, I was, I, same as you. I was definitely thinking a journey. Um, I love that. I, I I do just love games like that. Um, but one that was like, <laughs> one that is, oh my god, one, one that was just so random was um, Bug Snacks. If you remember that one. <laughs> oh yeah. Little just you just eating everything on the island, and then it just had that fucking twist at the end. That's like, oh, it's evil. <laughs> It's just like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold up here, excuse me. <laughs> like, of course, it would be the burger that's evil. <laughs> it truly just came out of nowhere because I was literally looking at it. Clearly, this was their intent, but I was literally looking at it and I was like, huh, that'd be like really cute, just a you know, like a chill game. I almost got Animal Crossing vibes, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool, just like you know, just play around it. What the fuck happened here? Like, it just completely went. It was. I love it. I just love that it threw me for a loop. So that would be one <laughs> that I look at as well. So although gaming news, gaming news for Animal Crossing, a new update is going to uh, basically make it so players can now swim. Yes, I. Doesn't sound like a big thing, but trust me, if you play Animal Crossing, it's a huge thing. It really is. It really <laughs> is. It does look pretty cool. I I think my biggest thing. I I don't know if it'll do it, but I hope it does. I would be very interested to know what happens if you like see a shark. Is it going to be a thing where it's like get away, <laughs> like you know, just trying to escape it, or will it be like a funny thing where it like it chumps you and you're like ah, and you like jump out of the water back onto land? Like I just want to know is there going to be something like real cute and silly with it? Um, oh, there has to be. There has to be. Oh, this is this was really cute. So with it being Leah's birthday yesterday. When she went on Animal Crossing, all of her little villagers were like, "Hey, come come to your house. We're gonna like show you some." Uh, and they all had a little surprise birthday for her, and it was like, "Oh my god, this is adorable!" <laughs> they just had like a pinata and some cake, and it was like, "We're gonna dance now." <laughs> it's adorable. And then the KK Slider came and was like, "I'm gonna sing you happy birthday," and it was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> oh, Slider. <laughs> he, he is the he is the one. Oh, it was it was so cute. It's such a wholesome game. But yeah, I'm this the swimming aspect. I am so excited for it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's um. I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Crossing. It makes you forget. <laughs> we were on about Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Um... Uh, we delved into swimming. No, like lost it. me completely. Okay. It was a, it was a question. I was completely Dang gone. It. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Leah's birthday. Anything to happy do with birthday, Leah? Happy, 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 <laughs> happy birthday to you. There you go. Quick shout out. <laughs> She said thanks. I forgot. To, I forgot to message you back, but she was like, "Oh, thanks, Lee. That's so sweet." <laughs> <laughs> That's just day by day. 
Uh, wholesome things. Wholesome things. All about wholesomeness here. I'm trying. I'm literally just trying. Is it like a different update or something you were going to ask about, or like any other indie games, or was it game related? <laughs> I believe it was game related. <laughs> it'll come to me it'll come to me it'll come to you it's fine it'll, it's it'll fine. come to me at some point uh, something that you might find kind of good which you, oh. like, you probably find really good actually. it's nothing to do with gaming oh okay okay so you know I, I'm a big fan of Reddit yes and Reddit is currently trending on Twitter because it's one of the few social networks that have basically deleted stuff about Donald Trump. And by oh, deleting really? stuff about Donald Trump, so they've deleted an entire subreddit dedicated like entire subreddits dedicated to Donald Trump. And basically dedicated to hate. Because Donald Trump's all about hate. And they're like don't Reddit's basically like, we don't give a shit who you are. There's no hate on this platform. And it's oh, like, I... Oh. <laughs> and it's like, here we go. Once again, Reddit proves why it's better than everyone else. <laughs> That's really interesting. Okay, so it's not like... um. Wait, okay, yes. Just to clarify, is it was it a subreddit where like they were hating on Donald Trump? Or was it like to do with like... Um... Support. Support, right. Got it. And that, so... It was also like support of him and Reddit have basically gone, <laughs> you're <Nah>. basic, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and got rid of it. I love that. That Well done to Reddit. Right? Uh, because Cause... the Reddit itself was called uh, The Donald. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is going to become my new favourite thing. Like anytime <laughs> I talk about Donald Trump, we're going to talk about The Donald. The Donald. <laughs> The Donald. <laughs> if I if I knew about that Reddit, I would literally have just put a picture of Donald Duck just every time, just any response. <laughs> this this is the only Donald for me. <laughs> and that it had, and basically it was all like in support and like you know saying how they hate these people. Yeah, and, um, just. Reddit's just deleted it, and now people are like Trump fans are going like, "We're going to boycott Reddit," and everyone else is going like, "Do you have any idea how small a minority you are on Reddit?" <laughs> Literally, bitch, don't come for Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I like, love it. Like Reddit's a pretty liberal place. Yeah, but it's got a bit of everything, and you know, like especially if you look at like the roast me channels. I you know what. See, I'm still I'm still figuring out Reddit. Like, I'll go on it every now and then to like, cause I look at things like, um, like the Harley Quinn subreddit or whatever. So I'm I'm understanding it, but I I um I forget about those things like like the roast stuff because that's that's one of the things it's m- most known for. So I'm like, I really need to look at those stuff because they're really really funny. Yeah. So the thing the thing is, Reddit it's all about just basically finding a subreddit of your interest. Yeah, and that's so all. I'm, I you know, I'm in quite. I'm in a couple subreddits. So I'll tell you a couple if you give me a sec. Oh, hello. <laughs> Rule thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm in like a biology one. I've got one for corn and exiles. Oh. Got one for dank memes. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> Got one for gaming, one for gifts, one for God of War, one for Jojo, Bizarre Adventure. Hey. There's one for Liverpool. Oh, first. There's one for One Punch Man. There's one for Made Me Smile, Persona 5, oh. PS4, Roast Me, Science, Stardew Valley, Star Wars memes, Subway, Today I Learned, Tom and Jerry memes. Yes. <laughs> basically, if you think if you can basically think of something you're interested in, I guarantee you there's a subreddit. And on that subreddit, it's basically people post on it. Hmm. And that so people will post different you know, stuff about that particular subject you're interested in. So for example, if you go in the memes one, it's just full of memes. Yeah. <laughs> if you go into like the gaming one, it's full of gaming stuff. If you go into the Corn and Exiles one. Well, it's to do with gaming. It's all to do about that one game. Yeah. Okay. And that, and that. So like, you know, there'll be a Last of Us one. There'll be like a subreddit for like each game, pretty much. And you can find other people who are also fans of that game. And then it's like little communities inside Reddit. It's just full of small communities, and you can be part of multiple ones. That's cute. Okay, like, I'm. Know, find other people that are interested in the same stuff you're interested in. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, as well, I learned a lot of my news is from Reddit. <laughs> that and my new alarm clock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it just I, gives I, you the news. Well, uh, so the latest Android update because I've got a Google Pixel. Oh, okay. And Google's get when the Android updates, Google phones are the first ones to get it. Because Google, Android is Google's, so obviously their phones are going to get it first. Yeah. And on the latest one, it's got something called bedtime. Okay. Yeah. And you can set your sleep schedule. So mine's set from half ten till seven o'clock in the morning. Decent. So after half ten, my phone goes grey, so no colour comes out of it. You uh-huh. can still see, you can still scroll. But obviously, there's no colour, it'll dim, so you get less blue light and get, you know, and it'll tell you your, you know, recent bedtime activity. Yeah. All right, so if you're on your phone all night or anything like that, you yeah. know, that sort of stuff, and how long you spend not on your phone. So, for right, example, okay. last night after half 10, I was on my phone for 10 minutes between half 10 and 7 o'clock. That's fair, dudes. And then. Basically, you can have it so when it wakes you up at seven, it'll have specific commands. Oh. So my my one will do play my alarm. Yeah. When I turn it off, it will tell me the day, the weather today. Yeah. And then it'll tell me the news. Oh, that's cute. I like that. So I, I wake up, I just turn it off, and then I'll just sit there, and I'll, I'll well, sit there, I'll lie there, and I'll just listen to the news. What's That's going on? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it'll be like, you know, it'll go on, and it'll be like, I think it's BBC that it links to, yeah, and it just basically, you get that old BBC, in, like, news intro, like, bump, bump, bump. Yeah. <laughs> it's more dramatic, you get all that. Yeah. And then go to, like, a news anchor, and it just starts telling you the news. And it's it's just a nice little way to keep up with things. Yeah. Oh, that's like really for good. Example, for example, Princeton uh, getting rid of statues of Woodrow Wilson. Oh. Because he was very pro segregation. 
Nice. Like getting rid of it, not not, not his views. <laughs> I should have thought of that then. Um... Yeah, like because obviously, like Woodrow Wilson was against you know blacks and whites, you know, living together in peace and harmony. He was against that. Yeah. You wouldn't think that you know the president for the First World War was against stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, you know it was something new. I, I had no idea about that. You know, Woodrow Wilson, he was a very, you know, in terms of a leader, he was very good. Very, very good. Like, you know, he led America in the First World War. He opted to create the League of Nations, which is now the United Nations. There you go. So that was his idea. Mm. And that, like, countries coming together. But, you know, obviously it was like, but not black people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's There's like, ah, you were so close. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and do you know what? I keep seeing all this stuff about like, statues coming down. Yeah. And then, I'm, I'm still thinking, because everyone's going like, you can't erase history. And it's like, well, you can't erase history, but you can erase a statue. Like... I'm just, you know what's, you know what's really getting me. I'm like, if if you think about it before all of this, how many people actually cared about statues? Yeah, like this is this is one I caught a couple people out on this when I debated mm. them, and they said like, oh, you can't get rid of like statues of, for example, Winston Churchill. Yeah. So I went to them. When was Winston Churchill elected? And they'll go, oh, elected in 1941. And I was like, all right, when else was he elected? Uh, you know, they don't know. Nobody knows. And it's yeah. like, well, if it's there for history, and you don't even know when he was elected the second time, you're not <laughs> that, the statue's not doing that good of a job. Like, <laughs> let's be fair. <laughs> Literally. And that, let's be fair, it's not doing that good of a job. Yeah. You know, the statue in Bristol that got thrown into the river. Mm. I have no idea who that guy was. <laughs> Lit- literally saying. Literally. <laughs> like, uh, w- most statues, it's literally just people take a photo with it, like, doing something stupid. Like, no one's... Even even if you read it to be like, oh, that's who that is. You don't remember. You don't know what they did. <laughs> <laughs> like, you go home, you live your life, and then if you see that statue again, you're like, Who's that again? <laughs> like, it's you, never... You don't see the statue, unless, right, there's only one that I can really think of where I'm like, alright, yeah, everyone knows the statue, everyone knows what it represents, and that's the um, memorial for the unknown soldier. Yeah, okay, yeah. He, rep- he represented all the soldiers, basically. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, some of them wouldn't have been buried, some of them... Would never have come back, never seen again, you know, stuff like that. So that's what that soldier represents. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And a very simple one. But like Winston Churchill didn't have this he's just done the Second World War and then fucked off. He had he had a big <laughs> you know, he had a bigger career than that. And a lot mm. of it was very devastating. Yeah. To a lot of people. And that a lot of people seem to forget that. It was a you know, it was a very devastating reign. Yeah. Again, it's a pick and choose kind of thing. Like, oh, we'll just remember the good bits, and it's like, well, that's not, that's not really fair. Yeah, it's it's, it's not. 
it's like you can't hold everyone to that standard because it's like if you did that, and I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a little bit crazy here. You have to bear with me. Go ahead. Right? <laughs> if you're gonna go and just stick to the good bits, why don't we do that with every leader? What about Hitler? <laughs> no, you are very right. I was like, right? it's either gonna be, it's, I was like, it's either gonna be Hitler or Stalin that you go to. So let's right? find out. <laughs> Germany lost the First World War. Within mm. 20 years, Hitler turned Germany into a world power again. Yeah. Within 20 years, despite the Great Depression, you know, the economic turntiles, yeah. the huge inflation that we had to fight in 1929, yeah. you know, despite everything and that, he turned Germany into a country that was in debt to everyone, to a country that's now <laughs> kicking the shit out of everyone. Basically, yeah. And that, and there's no winning. No Germans are now revered across the world. They held the Olympics in 1936. Mm-hmm. They held the Olympics. For Christ's sake, you know what I mean? Like no country is just gonna get the Olympics. Just yeah, know, if they exactly. can't actually host it. It costs a lot of money to do that. Yeah. And like and when you think of it in terms of a leader, and that it's like those are those are his good points, but they are heavily overshadowed by his bad points. Yeah. And say like, the only reason we think like that is because we he was our enemy. Yeah. But the German people at the time, they loved him. Mm-hmm. He was he was their saviour. Yeah. And thought nothing but good about him. And it's like if you really want to learn history, stop learning about, you know, the victor and start learning the whole picture. Yeah. Exact yeah, exactly. And that's a very important thing to look at, like learning the whole picture. About yeah. things, and when you do that, you start learning what type of people these guys were. Yeah, and not only that, you learn like what everybody's standpoint was, because it's not like Britain was doing. It wasn't like they were the best. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot where it's like you didn't really need to do that, did you? So it's... oh no, Britain, Britain was by far the worst. <laughs> yeah, exa- <laughs> we, exactly. British, British committed like. Uh, like hundreds of genocides, like they were out of control. Like nobody exactly. could stop them. <laughs> but no, let's focus on <laughs> this Nazi boy. Like, n- not defending Hitler, but all I'm saying is that you cannot paint it in a way where it's like, yeah, but he was worse than us. It's like you still he, did bad shit. Try, you know, like try, he was worse than us. What white try to say that to six million Jews? And it's like, well, how about you say it to like the hundred millions of people the British killed? It's like. There's no thing, there's no sort of like underlining thing. It was us v them. It's mm. what people seem to see it. It's black and white. It's not black and white when you think about it. It's there's so much history mm. and that. And then I obviously get the argument of people going like, well, why don't why don't you delete Roman statues and stuff like that? And it's like, yeah. well, Roman statues is very different because it didn't happen within the last thousand years. <laughs> yeah, they're like, mate, it's been a while. <laughs> like Roman history is like so old now that it doesn't affect us. Mm. You know, the only stuff that you see is like maybe like roads. That's about it. Mm. And that, like that's that's kind of all we really get from the Romans nowadays. Like obviously we get a lot more. And that, but it's you know what I mean. Like individual people are not affected by Roman history today. Yeah, exactly. But 
you you do get black people who are still affected by American history today. Mm-hmm. You still get African countries that are affected by British history. You get India that's affected by British history. Hong Kong that's currently affected by British history. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, yeah, but and this is one of my favourite things. <laughs> one of my favourite arguments. Look here. Here we go. If Hitler would have won the Second World War, you'd be speaking German right now. Like, that's the fucking worst bit. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's what you're afraid of? Okay. Oh no, we'll be bilingual. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, I, re- I remember, oh my God, I remember some kind, that, like, that kind of bogus argument where it was, um, like that all lives matter rally and it was i think literally the dude was was literally just shouting like just basically like hitler was the worst like we literally would have been german or whatever like literally that argument and i was just like (laughs) what the fuck does that have to do with literally anything that is happening right now like (laughs) what what was it though like the um, all lives all lives matter movement that was in london a couple yeah That that was a that was a that was a roller coaster of shit going on, wasn't it? Like, do it not like, even, oh, do not even lump like that lives, in with a protest. All lives matter here. Fucking, uh, we've got EDL here. The Nazis turned up. <laughs> and, oh look, a special challenger. The anti-vaxxers have arrived. Like, what the <laughs> hell was going on in London that weekend? <laughs> But just to let you know, the UK isn't racist. We're just saying. <laughs> Meanwhile, every fucking racist person met up in this location. Like, it's the worst thing that they go like, "Oh, if it wasn't for Hitler, if it wasn't for Churchill, you'd all be speaking German." And then they go to a protest and start doing Nazi salutes. It's like exactly. It's like I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mate, all you need to know is German right now, and that's it. Like you're in. Like, the <laughs> Very wrong about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, oh, dude, it was insane. And then, like, do do not lump in that fucking thing with protests, all right? Because, um, like Manchester and um, I think it was it was uh, I think it was Scotland. Like they they were nothing like that. I remember like, you saying, telling to me, yeah, like how the Manchester one was like dead peaceful. It was no so problems, peaceful. Nothing. Like I under- I do understand I, like correct me if I'm wrong but I'm pretty sure it was um, either Edinburgh or like I think it was somewhere in Scotland where they basically had a social distance protest so people were literally like they were two meters apart and they were protesting that way and it's like yeah. that's fair like it, exactly it was like that's that's really good but for somewhere like Manchester I'm like it's like that's that's I I just didn't think that was gonna happen but the thing is it didn't need to because. Everyone was peaceful, um, and literally, no like the <laughs> all wore masks. Literally, did you see a fucking mask in that All Lives Matter protest? I think not. So, how many geniuses would have been like, "Oh, I better get tested for this now"? Like, I bet not a single fucker went on the website <laughs> to be like, "Oh, I should, I should get a test in case I got that." Like, fuck off! You wouldn't have done that. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, the day after, Leo was like, "Oh, this has been going around. There's the link to get the coronavirus test. We'll get that." It's like, "Oh yeah, sweet." So immediately, we got the test. 
like how many dumbass people at that our lives matter shit would have been like i better get tested if they weren't smart enough to bring a mask and they were pissing on statues and everything no way were they like i'm gonna go get tested no freaking way we're not gonna be a cause of the second wave it's those idiots that will be (sighs) i'm so mad I've been mad about that for weeks, okay? <laughs> I'm so mad about that. And no one, and did you see, no one said shit about it. When the when the protests happened in Manchester, I had so many like family members or friends of family members. It's always the friends of family members who were just being always so... Always friends of family members. Always, always, always. And they were always just being... Always Karens. <laughs> always fucking... I had a Diane, okay? It was a, it was a fucking Ooh. Diane. <laughs> Like, just came out of nowhere being like, look at all these idiots doing this. And I was like, first of all, we're not the fucking idiots because we were all safe. Like, I, I'm i not saying that it was perfect. Like, probably someone did get coronavirus from there. But I, I haven't seen any reports or anything about it. But let's let's just say for argument's sake, someone would have got it. Because everybody there was so peaceful and respectful and all of that, I bet they got tested and they got it they would have been away for two weeks because that was the deal. Me and Leah literally were like, if we have it, we're just staying in full two weeks. We'll just, we'll just get by. Um, Like, and then just, it just really angered me that everybody had so much to say about those protests. Yet this all lives matter one happened and nobody said shit or like the beaches and stuff opening up again. And all of that, just all of the litter, and just uh, everything it was just like so everyone's deciding to be quiet now are we okay i see you diane i really did we're back guys <laughs> we're, we're back, back <laughs> remember when we were like oh we won't we won't talk too much about quarantine and like what's what's going on now it's just like i'm gonna tell you everything of why i'm pissed <laughs> oh, uh, the thing is though like what frustrates me the most about a lot of this is like i i'm one of those people where i can't go to a protest i can't go big public spaces yeah not for the fact that i'm a major risk it's the fact that i share a hallway with someone who is yeah and that is like you know i i you know, not that i got to protest anyway i'm not you know i'm not that i'm not that walk jesus christ <laughs> like, <laughs> you know check it out yeah. i'm woke <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm just like just some depression trying to get by and not trying to <laughs> like not trying to help you know trying to help my neighbor that's it for me. Like that's the bottom line for me. I've got, that... I've got way too much going on in my plate. And you know, what? Like... the thing is, that's fair. And it's not the thing is that like you're looking out for people, which is what you're supposed to do. Um, and the only reason we went was like we know that we're both healthy and we'll be fine. And we knew exactly what we were gonna do. Like, cause like technically our neighbors. Uh, like we don't share a hallway or anything it's like literally two separate houses but we know that they they're vulnerable so it's like if we have this then we literally have to stay away because we'd see them out at the front but literally the way it works we're, we're more than two meters apart so worst came to worst if we went outside nothing bad would have happened um but it's like that that's the thing though it's like you're not just um 
you know you're not just sitting there like you are going on things like twitter and reddit being like talking like having these conversations with people which it's one of them like i think i think you said it last time it's like you don't have to um you don't have to go after these people who are um like being what was it it's like it, it you know that thing where it was oh if you go to the protest you're an idiot if you don't then you're a racist it's like yeah it's not that's it's it, it's not like it's not that like as like people have their reasons for not going and that's fine but you know you know within yourself whether you're whether you're racist or not like you just you just know it you might not say it because you're a racist but you know <laughs> you, you know it so it, no 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 if you're a racist you say i'm not racist but exactly <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's one of them like you you help where you can basically whether that be online where you're where you are signing petitions or donating or just or just talking to people having these difficult conversations um yeah like for instance like my my neighbor who i protect she's a 79 year old chinese lady yeah and i amy you'd absolutely fucking love her right i you know what i love her already <laughs> right you'd absolutely love her like she's obsessed with animals and loves cats oh, oh. she's like she you know every night she goes out and leaves food for the hedgehogs outside oh. like she's legit like the sweetest old lady has she and seen like, bessie have you like have you told her about bessie oh, she, she, she loves bessie oh i love that so much <laughs> she loves bessie and that and it, do you know what I mean I, I need to protect her but and I feel I need I need to be the person to stress this okay it comes better it comes better from my mouth okay Go. and I, <laughs> I hear this a lot I hear this all the time and you hear it especially when you see like school shootings or yeah something bad happens and everyone starts changing their Facebook pictures yeah uh, and then you hear people go well, I know that's happening there, but what about what happened in this totally random country that no one's ever heard about, where 10 million people got executed? Yeah. yeah. And you hear stuff like this, it's like, why is nobody changing a profile picture to that? Why is nobody focusing on this? Why is Israel doing Israel things to Palestine? Why is no one talking about the Hong Kong movement? What about climate change? What about racism? What about Venezuela? What about the Amazon <laughs> rainforest? What about Australian bushfires? What about the Baltic Oceans? What, do you know what I mean? There's just so much going on. Mm-hmm. And I feel I need to be the person to tell everyone that it's okay to not care. Oh. Because there is so much going on there is so much happening if you don't care if you don't know what's happening in venezuela that's okay Mm. it's okay to not know everything that's going on in the world because all this is doing is adding stress it's adding anxiety to people yeah and that and it's it's one of those where it's like especially stuff that's happening in like venezuela i'm using venezuela as a main example because it's far away Especially stuff like that, it's not your problem, and I mean, I mean that in like the sort of nicest way possible. It's it, it is someone's problem. I'll admit, it would be a lot of people's problem, but it's not your problem. You shouldn't have to be anxious or worrying about this other country. 
Yeah, that makes sense? I get that. Yeah, no, I get that. Because it is, like, you physically can't take on everything. Because it'll, yeah. it, it'll just be too much. much. You're going you're gonna to burn yourself out. Okay. Yeah. Think of, think of like, the, the couple, the few that mean a lot to you. And focus on them. And if someone goes, oh, well, what about this? Fuck them. Mm. Pretty <laughs> much. Know, for me, for me, climate change is a big one, personally. Mm. Climate change is probably the biggest one for me. Mm. Because I, because in my opinion, that's something we can all do to change and help. Yeah. You know, it's, whether it's writing letters to your MPs to you know change how recycling works, or just recycling yeah. in general. Like a, a little statistic: seventy-five percent of all aluminium that's out, that's out there is all recycled. There you go. And that, like, it's all recycled from previous aluminium. Aluminium is such a recyclable item, and we use it in pretty much everything. Yeah. You know, there you go. I'm like, how good we do with that? I mean, climate change for me is like the big one. Statues, it's not my kind of thing. Like, statue, you throw it in a river, it doesn't float. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Science is at hand there. There you go. <laughs> And that, you know what I mean? For, for me, it's like climate change, science. They're my two big ones. Like I, yeah. I like learning what's going on in the scientific world. Yeah. You know, I like reading about SpaceX. I like reading about Amazon and all Boeing. All these, all these different companies that are having like a little Mars race at the minute, which no one's ever, no one's heard of, really. But there is yeah. currently like a space race going on between these three companies about getting people into space, getting people to Mars, the moon. These three That's... companies are the companies that are, you know, these are the ones that are shedding the paths to do it. Yeah. You know, people give Amazon a lot of hate. And it's like, mm. yeah, I get I get why you don't like Amazon. Yeah. But they're trying to build a colony in space and that's pretty fucking metal. I mean, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You know, like, there's nothing I'd want more than to actually go to Mars and see it. That, for me, is, like, a dream. Yeah. And that, you know, we've got... And as I said, it's it's okay to not be a thing. And that's why I had that issue with someone, like, posters or... I think it was fucking Logan Paul. Would be that bellend. <laughs> comes out, it comes out and goes to be not racist isn't enough. You have to be anti-racist. It's like, well, people have got stuff going on in their own lives. Jesus Christ, you, you you're gonna complain that people that are like probably like depressed because they're in debt or in debtor jobs or do you know what I mean? Trying to yeah. look after a family on a low wage, trying to build buy a house. Yeah. All these millions of situations that are stressful for people, and then people have got coming along going, You're not doing enough for the world. But it's like, Well, fuck you. I'm out for myself here. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm out it. For myself. Like... When I'm settled, I'll help you rest of you. How's that? Right? Yeah, that... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like, so, and you know what? In, in most cases, it's like, you know, racism doesn't even cross their mind. Like, because they, most of the time, because they're decent people. So, you know, in order in order to make a change, you've got to, like, you know, it helps to be stable. Like the only reason I could I could go to the protests and actually do that is because, you know, I have a roof over my head, and like I'm pretty stable in life right now. So, you know, if I was in a completely different scenario, 
I probably wouldn't have been able to. So it's, yeah, you've got to take into account people's and personal lives. And that's it. And it's like, yeah, if I see someone in front of me being racist, I'll call the fucker out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 100%. But you can't group people for not going to a protest and say, oh, well, you're part of the problem. When it's like, hang on a minute, I'm not the one saying shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, for all you know, for all you know, that person could have been in a supermarket and there was a black person in front of them who was getting, you know, racial slurs from... I don't know, either a, a, another customer or, God forbid, like a cashier. And you could have been behind being like, the fuck you doing, man? Like, could have immediately, like, yeah. it's everyday racism as well. Like, you could be stopping that. It doesn't have to just be going to protest to be like, I'm here to do that. Because obviously it's important, but it's also really important with everyday racism. Because it's not like, it's not like black people are going for the KKK. That's a bit mm. of a jump, but I'm like, you know, they know that they're the racist assholes. They yeah. should, you know, they should be terminated. But at least you know that they're not hiding. Whereas the, when it's like almost the secret racists, where it's like, they're just going to say, I don't know, they'll just like say something or they'll have a kind of look or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like literally every, like an everyday thing where it is simple yeah. things where you are trying to live your life where like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to go pick up milk. And then you have some person like give you a look or say something that makes you uncomfortable and it's like there was no need for that at all i said damn man i was just trying to get some milk for my cereal exactly <laughs> i i wanted to enjoy my fruit loops <laughs> <laughs> and you ruined my morning how dare you like, like, damn we're all just trying to survive in this world even exactly. I, I i understand like this like you know obviously white people do have it easier Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, I have it easier than someone, but it's still hard. Mm. It's, it's it's easier. I'll admit, it's way easier being a white person. Mm. You know, I I have better opportunities than you know the black people do. Don't get me wrong, but it's still it's still hard. It's hard for everyone, unless mm. you know, unless you're like some super bitch, really super rich billionaire. Yeah, if you if you're born and into richness. And for some people, that hardness is what drives them to be better and get through. But for other people, that hardness is what beats them down and makes them feel worthless and makes them struggle constantly. Yeah. Sort of I, deal. Yeah. And that. And it's like, you know, it's one, it's one of them. It's like, just people just need to sort of, you know, stop targeting people who are random, you know, for example, statistic, statistics mean nothing to the individual. Mm. Yeah, this is a big thing that a lot of people need to realise. Statistics mean absolutely nothing to the individual. Yeah. Because it might say 90% of people are this. You could be in that 90% or you could be in that 10%. You don't know. Yeah. It could be 99% of people are this. You could still be in that 1% of people who are not this. You exactly. Know, you know what I mean? That's why statistics mean nothing to the individuals. Yeah. And that, and why, you know what? We should just treat individuals, people that come into your life, treat them nicely. Yeah. They treat you nicely, and everyone gets on a lot better. Exactly. It's, it's that simple of a process. <laughs> that's really. nice. That that was that was a that's wholesome. I like that. 
That's awesome. Do you want to do a little <laughs> wholesome, wholesome segment around the world? Wholesome. Uh, yeah. Gosh, we've <laughs> we've gone for a while. Uh, sure, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> because I've got something. I've got something to celebrate for you. Something that you want to celebrate. Yeah. Cool. So today, eh? Mm-hmm. Is it today? It's not today, I don't think. We're not. Oh. It's not today. It is on Friday. Yeah? Okay. I think it's Friday. It's not Friday. No. <laughs> <laughs> this will get wholesome, I swear. <laughs> I promise you, you're going to love this, Amy. I promise you, when I find out the actual day. <laughs> At some day, possibly this week, or next. <laughs> it, okay, it, the day is the 6th of July. Okay? Yes. So I know it's the 6th of July, which is coming up. Yep, next week. Monday. Monday, next week. There you go. And that'll be the... Let's see what it'll be. It'll be sort of like maybe the 18th, the 18th anniversary of Marsha P. Johnson. Yes. And that? Ooh, so it's, okay. If you don't okay. know who Marsha P. Johnson is, she was an American gay liberation activist, mm-hmm. a self-identified drag queen, and was one of the prominent figures during the Stonewall riots. She's basically a queen. Basically a true definition of queen. Mm-hmm. Like this is someone who was okay, a well-known person, you know, a hugely influential figure. Yeah. As such. And yeah, so it'll be the 18th anniversary of her death. Rest in peace to her. Honestly, such no. a She's just she's such an iconic woman. Like, to, I I recently found this out. So, a lot of people say that she threw the first stone. Um, but there was I I wish I heard it on a different podcast. I was I was listening to my favorite murder, and they did a Stonewall episode. We have as well, if you want to listen. Um, <laughs> but they um they said one of the things. Uh, she said was <laughs> so because people thought that she threw the first stone. She was like, "No, I didn't. I threw the second one." So <laughs> it just <laughs> it really made me laugh because I was just like, "Of course, she would say that." So because it's one of them, you can't really say who did because it truly was a joint effort. But she was definitely one of the prominent figures. Um, so I think I think it was maybe like the second night of the of the uprising. Um, she might have she might have like started something then i cannot remember but yeah she she said that and as uh as well one of my favorite things uh, a lot of people would ask her what the p meant in her name like marsha p <laughs> johnson <laughs> and she would say pay no attention to it <laughs> like that's what it is is honestly yeah. so good so yeah one of one of the best um one of the best activists, like trans activists, truly just such an inspirational woman. So, yeah. So, do, do you know what RuPaul described Johnson as? No, I don't think I do. 
So RuPaul described Masha P. Johnson as the true drag mother. Oh, I like that. Um, basically, because of her, she paved the way for basically stuff like RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag yeah. Queens, all stuff like that. She yeah. was the basically leading figure to pave the way to more acceptance. Yeah. I like that's, that. That's something everyone can celebrate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. She was truly such a selfless woman. Like, she would she would take so many, like, gay kids off the streets. Um, it was like, yeah, I have this house. We'll, we'll all get by. Like, it was literally just... It, it was just such a sweet thing. So... Yeah, honest. She, you know what? She's just she is just the LGBT mother, like as a <laughs> as a whole. Just honestly, like in, she, incredible. She modelled for Andy Warhol. Wow. I think yeah, but you didn't know that bit. No. Modelled for Andy Warhol, and that and this is what people have said. Uh, she's known for decades as a welcoming presence in the streets of Greenwich Village. Oh. And that's a welcome, welcoming presence, man. That's yeah, that's nice. And she was known as um, the mayor of Christopher Street. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> but, and she was also a activist against um, AIDS as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, which you know, it's it's back in back in that time, that was a huge deal. HIV. Oh yeah, for sure. Was Just a, a massive, massive deal. So, and it was something that a lot, a lot of people talked about, despite even like campaigns on TV. Yeah. And that, and you know, she was campaigning about that from like eighty-seven to ninety-two. So this is before, before Freddie Mercury, I believe. I think yeah, I think so yeah. And that, so that's. You know, this is someone who was talking about this oh, roughly maybe the same time. Freddie Mercury is 91. Ah, uh, okay. But it would have been just before because people didn't really know about Freddie Mercury's illness until weeks before he passed. Yeah, he, lit- he literally kept it secret for ages. It was... Mm. Yeah. No. And... That, might be, that might be something good to cover in a future episode. At the, Freddie the Mercury AIDS. episode. Well, yeah, the, Freddie Mercury as well, but like, the, like AIDS as a whole. It's like talk about. Mm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, February the first, twenty twenty, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York announced that the East River Park in Brooklyn will be renamed in Johnson's honor. It will be the first New York State Park named after an LGBT person. Oh, I like that. There's something for you. So if you. If you ever want to visit New York State, yeah, somewhere for you to go. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Leah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Pack your bags, we're going now. <laughs> Wait, what? what? We got a drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Johnson's honor. What's happening? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Push her out the door. <laughs> Literally, just right into a taxi. Where are we going? You'll see. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like just bringing her up with something. You know, just yeah, no. For everyone, isn't it? It's just something nice. Yeah. It is, and it is, it is someone to celebrate. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Definitely, someone to celebrate. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with Amy on a lot of these opinions and thoughts, and that, like, you know, treat, treat. It comes back to that, doesn't it? Treat people as the individual. Don't categorize them. Exactly. It's if someone's nice to you. You be nice to them. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's that's all. You, that's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how you beat racism. Truly, <laughs> it's great. If someone's <laughs> nice to you. You're nice to them. There you go. That there Treat we go. Others how you want to be treated. <laughs> Wholesome content, guys. <laughs> Yin and yang. <laughs> bada big, bada boom. Bada, what you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> there you go. See, New York, Johnson, there you go. Wrap it all up. <laughs> here's a, here's like a kind of a wacky story. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get to the two hour mark and then we'll wrap it up. <laughs> so, Matt Clark, uh, a man from Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, basically won the. Michigan Lottery. Oh, nice. And won $4 million. Damn. When he got given the money, mm-hmm. he went and bought another ticket and won again. Another $4 million. Wow. <laughs> like, could you I'm... imagine being in that I'm... position? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like... Do you know that thing when someone like something really lucky happens to someone and they go, "Oh, go! You should scratch a lottery card." Like, yeah, dude, stop scratching lottery cards. <laughs> He's literally standing there, like, "Do I do it again?" No, nah, that's too greedy. But what if I do it, it again? No, no, no. A picture of him on line holding two lottery things. He's like no, sick. Like, yeah. He's like set for not only the rest of his life, but like the rest of for the, like the rest of his kids' life for their kids and the kids after that. Like, they're me. They're 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 sorted. <laughs> sorted. That's it. That's so good. <laughs> that would be his um just an Instagram photo, just like sorted, mate, and he's got both of his tickets. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Well, you know what. Nice one, man. Like, enjoy your winnings. Literally, like, you know what? Buy another ticket. Why not? <laughs> uh, um, one last one. One last one. This is a good one. one. Last I like one. This. this is one of my okay. favorite ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a new record has been set by a group from Hawaii for the largest haul of plastic removed from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Oh, wow. And if you don't know what the Great Pacific Garbage Patch is, Google it. <laughs> we ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> it's trust me. It's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. You wondering where trash and all this shit goes? It goes pretty much here. You know, wow. It's it's a very shitty place. Yeah, I've just, just seen the full of garbage and it's disgusting. Some yeah. of you know, needs so what Mommy's doing about it because yeah, for sure. it's a disgrace. And basically, this Hawaii group went out and they successfully removed a hundred and three tons 
Whoa. That's awesome. And it's double, basically, it's double the previous record. Hey. Which resulted from a 25 day stint. Right. So the previous record took 25 days to do. Yeah. And the current one took 48 hours. Whoa. Sorry, not 48 hours. 48 days, sorry. Okay, I was gonna, days. I was gonna say, wow, no one slept at all. <laughs> so, so basically, less than double the time, they've over doubled. That's really cool. Which is really impressive. Mm. Uh, and it's, you know, like I said, they deserve celebrating. Oh, for sure. Well done, they guys. They definitely deserve celebration. They should get money and. Oh, for sure. Life. Yeah, they, des- <laughs> they deserve so much. Bear in mind, the previous record was set by them as well. <laughs> oh, I love that. It's like, guess what, so guys? It question who's actually talking about. Who's actually recording these records? <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, oh, look at on. that. Another legendary hall, guys. You broke the record again. Oh, congratulations. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the boat shaking hands like, yes, well done, well done you. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, This is basically called the Ocean Voyages Institute. And they're from Hawaii. Yeah. And I believe, specifically in Hawaii, it's Honolulu. Ah, okay. And you you can Google them. They've got a nice little page. Oh, that's Um, cute. Yeah, it's really, it's really like a cool thing to see. Yeah. Like we don't get too much good news these days. Oh, exa- yeah. So this is this is a nice step. Well, this is it. Like, especially with things like beaches and that opening up, and just it, it's just so sad to see because we've said it on like quite a few episodes where it's like you know, gas uh, gas emissions have gone down and like you know. What was it? I think it was like Blackpool. Um, just looks just looks so much better. Like every everything environmentally wise was really improving. And then you see in the news when it was like the illegal raves and the like people going beaches and stuff. Just the devastation there of just so much, just so much shit. Yeah. yeah, and you just like, can you not see how terrible people are? Like. It just sucks. I remember. Go on. Go on. Okay. <laughs> just quick, because I remember I saw it on this morning. Um, I can't remember who the other guy was, but um, Judge Rinder was on it as well for you know talking about law side of stuff. And the first guy was basically saying, you know, people who are littering, uh, actual pigs. Like it just it's disgusting what they're doing. Um. And Judge Rindu was like, I agree with everything he said, except for calling them pigs. And I was like, don't pretend like you're taking some kind of high roll, right? Like, it, like I I agree. I think people who do it are just, like, they're garbage themselves. Like, there's literally no need. No, your place trash. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just baffles me. Because, like, if, like, if I have an empty, like, water bottle, and a bin's not around for half an hour. You better believe I'm holding on to that water bottle for half an hour until I find yeah. a bin. 
Like, <laughs> well, I've done, I've, I've done stuff where, like, you know, where, when you're meant to do, like, the washing, you check your jeans pockets, and it's like, oh, look, I've got fucking shit in there that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't yes. find the bin for. Exactly. Exactly. There's just some. I'm. I'm exactly the same. Like it's usually in my back pockets. I'm like, oh, I'll just put that there, and then. And it's you know, always receipts as well. Fucking <laughs> receipts. Receipts either... in the back pocket. See, for me, it's either receipts or it's like plastic wrapping. Like I've opened something, and then I'm like, oh, there's no bin, so I'll just put it in there, and it's like in there for days, and it's like I'd rather it be there. <laughs> Rather it be there than on the floor or in a canal or wherever the hell it's gonna be. Like just, just it's not hard to. to, to it's just not hard, okay? It's so simple <laughs> to just find a bin, even if it's an hour, even if it's an hour away. I will be like, bitch, we're gonna get there. I'm gonna pass one. I'll put it and in it, the bin. It's not, it's not like people don't have a place to put it whilst they're waiting to find a bin. It's like. Women, you're all you're always carrying bags. Guys, your pockets could literally fit yourself in it. Like, <laughs> your pockets go to an alternate universe. Like it's not hard. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> you know what? Worst comes to worst with women. If you don't have a bag, guess what? You have your hands. It's not hard to hold something for a bit. Or just anyone, not even just women, just any any fucker on this earth. Just hold the thing. <laughs> this is why you have hands. You can hold things. And then you can put them into the, where they're supposed to be. <laughs> it's just like, it's not hard. <laughs> this is this is this is two weeks of not recording, Lee. Okay, we get a two-hour special and we're just angry. We go we go from 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 games and nice, light-hearted stuff to just people put your trash away in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God, that was it. So thanks uh, so much. Thanks on the ocean group. <laughs> yeah, Scott, yeah. Let's get, end, end, us, end us on a high note. <laughs> if you go to the Ocean Voyages Institute website, uh, there is a there is a video you can watch the basically, like, montage of the cleanups oh that's good i like that and just when you watch it you'll realize the absolute devastation that trash is (laughs) (laughs) is actually causing on the oceans yeah and on the planet the wildlife and you know it's, it's one of them like hopefully you know one day we'll figure out a a real way to deal with it yeah, no, for sure. But this is the best we've got right now, and they're yeah. doing an absolutely fantastic job. So what? remember, before we leave you, no, know your place trash, <laughs> and put your trash in the bin. Put your trash <laughs> in the bin. <laughs> oh, I was just going. I think every you know whenever you see someone throw. You know, put stuff, put something on the floor like litter or anything like that. Go, go, go up and call them trash. Just do it. Like, Might as well. <laughs> like, just... I know, I know. Like we're, we're sort of, you know, you should uh, focus on everything and all that. Lot. This is my thing. This is what yeah. I'm gonna do. If I see someone throw something on the floor, I'm going up and calling them trash <laughs> yeah. in a very, very passive aggressive way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? You don't. If you're not confident enough to call them trash. Just call out the situation. Just be like, oh, why is there a plastic wrapper on the floor? I guess I will pick it up and put that in the bin because I am a good person. Like, just make a fucking song and dance about it because why not? 
I'll just be like you know, um, Italian American, like, hey, hey, oh, hey, 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 hey. just keep shouting, hey, hey, oh, what, what are you doing, hey, literally. I'm working here. Yeah, Tony, did you see what this guy did? Yeah, I saw on the other side of the street. <laughs> oh my god. Did you see this guy? I'm working here. He's working here, buddy. <laughs> working here. You put the trash there. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you keep doing this. You won't be sleeping with the fishes. You'll be sleeping with the trash. <laughs> <laughs> This is a show we need, okay? We need an Italian New Yorker just to be like, I'm going to talk to people about trash. <laughs> just go for it. Oh my you God. You throw something on the floor, you trash. <laughs> uh, don't throw it on the ground. Throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> well, they got a hot pipe and coffee. You throw it in the bin. When you're done with it, throw it in the trash. And this is at the end of like a big disclaimer, just sort of like, and just remember to talk to your local representative about getting new bins. <laughs> <laughs> this is a show. Pitch it right now. Oh my god. Netflix, you heard it here first. <laughs> Netflix, come on now. Okay, we've basically given you everything here. <laughs> <laughs> come oh on, Netflix. <laughs> Literally. Come and give us a show. This this <laughs> is the ready. show we need. <laughs> Oh, you know what? This this was a great comeback episode. This is the one that people needed. The one that we needed and the people needed. <laughs> Definitely. Literally <laughs> giving you everything. Yes, thanks for thanks for coming. Was you know what? It was it was a good break for all of us just to get this absolute masterpiece <laughs> of an episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, this makes up for the two weeks of not having it. If it's like, oh, I didn't get my hourly dose of of the last two weeks. Guess what, bitch? You got two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. I love that. Don't forget the 6th of July, Marsha P. Johnson. Yes, celebrate. Celebrate everything. Watch, if, if you want to educate yourself on the matter, watch things like Paris is Burning. Watch the Marsha P. documentary. And um, just like truly, Netflix does have a lot, but th- those are the two. And and as well from previous episode, the Stonewall Uprising, um, a lot of con- no, content. There. If you can, you can't go have Netflix, YouTube it. Exactly. Exactly. First, literally type in Stonewall, you will find so many documentaries, and just learn things you never knew before. So go ahead, have fun. There's <laughs> a quick wrap up. Throw there your you trash, Marsha P. Thompson. Games. Little devil inside. Games. There, there you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had an advert I wanted to talk about, but we'll do that next episode. Next episode, we're gonna have a great time. <laughs> Adverts part two. Come there. <laughs> yeah. It was such uh, a hit the first time. <laughs> we really, we really were. We knew all of our stuff. Now come for part two, where we're gonna know even more. <laughs> Uh, well I'm I'm glad we're back Lee this is so much fun can't wait for next week gonna have a great time thanks thanks for listening everybody and tune in next week for even more